rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, 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 what's up? This is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. I feel a sneeze coming on. No, no. Get back in there. <laughs> yes, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. How's it sounding? You guys will let me know in a minute. I still feel a little under the weather. I'm not COVID positive anymore, but this is not a joke. I don't, uh, yeah, it's linger. It lingers. I hope it didn't, I hope I don't have long COVID. That would suck. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Richard in the chat. Thank you for your super chat. Another great show, Tara. Let's hope. It's going to be great now that you're here. I was like, where the hell is everybody? I'm sorry I wasn't able to do a show yesterday. I try to do at least one show during the week. With your support, we can keep the show, well, future, hopefully. Maybe one day we'll have a daily show at a set time. In the meantime, we, we meet here on Friday evenings from uh, in the 6, uh, no, what's 6? That's the old time, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And... Yeah, and then we have a show during the week. I try to make it on the same day because who could, you know, you can't um, change your schedule for the show, even though I'd like you to. But, yeah, so, all right, we're doing a show on Thursday. I'm sorry it took so long. There's been a lot going on. And, uh, yeah, it's been fun watching the Republicans, the the Republican shit show. But, yeah, all right, let me talk about it for a second. Well, first I got to do the plugs. If you can, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. How is it? How's it sounding, you guys? Does it sound okay? It feel it sounds weird in my headphones, as usual, right? But, um, yeah. Um, if you can, like I said, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Also, support the Tara Buster sponsors, like APS Radio News, the APS Radio News also carries this show. It's an independent media outlet. And, uh, yeah, run by a great guy who is really doing what we're trying to do, make the world a better place. Isn't that the point? What else is the meaning of life? And uh, if uh, I'll think of some more plugs. We'll do them. We'll sprinkle them throughout the show if I remember them. So um, the meaning of life, uh, we, we know what Kevin McCarthy's <laughs> meaning of life is. And uh, it's he wants to be the Speaker of the House. Um, it's kind of pathetic at this point, and um, it's embarrassing. It also shows how absolutely unfit he is because why why do you want to be Speaker of the House? Because you you want to be the leader, right? That's a position where you should, I guess, it should be a you should be a natural. People should want to follow you, right? Don't you think? But he is Kevin McCarthy is not a leader in any sense of the word. He is a follower. He is a shameless lickspittle, a groveling little greedy ghoul, who. Uh, talks out of both sides of his ass. If when he's talking, he has he he he's so phony. I don't know if I I, I guess that's part of why I can't stand Republicans. 
legally and peacefully because they are they're just so phony his his attempting to sound human or whenever he's trying to feel or emote or uh, you know give the impression that he has emotions it's i feel uncomfortable you know it's embarrassing i feel embarrassed for him because i have too many emotions really that's the problem i wish i had a few less but yeah he is uh, he's not a leader um if he the day after oh that wasn't exactly the day after the day after january 6th which the second year anniversary is tomorrow of january 6th so we'll have a show that night on fr- our, our friday night show we'll see what happens with uh with the you know this whole grifter con man show that's happening with the, this is the best case scenario for us for normal people for patriots to watch these republicans uh, prove yet again how much how they they can't govern they net but this is the thing who votes for them they have always been this they've never been able to govern they have no interest in government and it's you know they and it doesn't matter to them whether i mean this is the problem with kevin mccarthy's desire to become the speaker he allowed these um freaks the 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 maga moron fascists to run rampant into the house he opened up the you know he just said hey uh you know come on in it's this is that's their big tent it's they 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 all the the republicans don't really have a big tent that represents america they have a big tent of fascists and fascist lickspittles that's their big tent you in order for you to be a republican you have to ascribe to their their ideology of uh, straight white male rich hierarchy and everyone in their place and that that goes for um, the fake, uh, you know, the, the people with darker pigment that they keep pushing forward. As you noticed, I'm sure you've noticed during the day, you know, uh, they want to um, make, um, what's the guy's name? Donald's, Donald's, something Donald's. Yeah, he's so memorable. I haven't seen, I've never heard of him, but he's got darker pigment. And um, so the Democrats have a guy with darker pigment who they are nominating to be the speaker. So they got to have a guy with the dark with darker pigment. That's all that matters. It's like it's like Herschel Walker in Georgia. Where now? What's happened to Herschel Walker? Anybody hear from him since the election? I thought he was he had such a great political future. And I remember um, Lindsay Miss, Miss Lindsey Graham almost in tears about what an inspiration he was for for young uh self-loathing republicans to become become republicans like them and um i mean it's just the whole thing is so pathetic they they really are um it's transparent they don't even, do they do they realize that we see right through them i mean do people actually fall for their bullshit that's what I wonder. They're so obvious. It's like uh, when we we could go back and in time. It's this is every time a a Democrat is uh, they they're up against an opponent who happens to have darker pigment, 
they got to put somebody up there. They they got to pick tick off some box, whether it be well, they do it with uh, with women too. You know, we oh we also have our self-loathing women see look here here's sarah palin to go up against your hillary clinton right we see we see your hillary clinton and we raise you this uh the sham uh mama bear from wasilla this this uh you know this completely unqualified uh social and uh well narcissist she's a narcissist uh who really was more interested in building a reality tv career than uh serving her constituency because she did she she left she left the office to go and uh, and have her reality tv show i mean they're so freaking disgusting and go on um what was those other, what else was she on? The Masked Singer. I mean, they, these people are vile. Uh, but the problem is, this it's part of the whole destroying democracy thing. And it's how you devalue the entire system of government. Now, what we're watching um, with what's going on in the House, it's great watching them fight. It is. I hope they eat each other alive and nothing is left but the bones that we can pick and then we can all move forward in a functioning civilization. But that's my dream. You know, it's not going to happen today, at least uh, legally and peacefully, but they, it is fun watching them destroy each other, but you know, this is Kevin McCarthy's own doing. They all had a chance to, to excise or exercise this uh, MAGA monstrosity out of their their version their part of the body politic they could have done it they just like they could have gotten rid of trump they could have gotten rid of all of these traitors all they had to do was uh tell the truth was uh join in the patriotic pursuit of the um of the coup plotters and make them face the face the music for trying to overthrow a legal uh, election. That they they could have done that. Kevin McCarthy and the rest of the freaks. The night of January sixth, when they all reconvened, and remember, we all remember Miss Lindsey Graham. I'm out. I'm out of here. I, I've had enough. And and Kevin McCarthy. The president bears responsibility with his fake emotions, trying to seem incredibly sincere. Can't you can't you feel it? You could just feel the sincerity. He's like Meryl Streep. He's the Meryl Streep of Republicans, except I don't believe a word that comes out of his mouth. Right? But um, I'm out. I've had enough. That's Miss Lindsay. But he, but she, he's the one that was trying to get. Hey, um, you know, uh, I just he just needs eleven thousand votes. Give him a break, All right? Oh, these people. But um, it is fun watching them destroy themselves because what's the alternative that they? Uh, that they have, uh, you know, they elect a speaker and then they proceed with their business, which is to uh, undo any decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity that gets in their way. And they, they, that's on their agenda. They don't give a shit. I mean, you notice the themes that they 
they're saying, oh, there's a fentanyl coming up. How, what did the guy say? 600 Americans died yesterday of fentanyl overdoses. They're, they're, um, their framing is that the there's uh, drugs coming across the border. That's Biden's fault, and <clears throat> and they're killing Americans. Well, I you know all I gotta say is, um, why are you cutting health care for America? You know what I mean? Like they don't care about people with drug problems. Yeah, they don't have any. Uh, they cut up all cut up cut off excuse me their lifelines right you you don't have health care you can't go to go to rehab you got no money can't go to rehab right and uh republicans will just use you as a political pawn so you know oh it's terrible that fent- that 600 people died of overdoses fentanyl overdoses but um over a thousand died of covid yesterday so you know it's uh does that doesn't fit into their framing you see they are uh, they they couldn't give a shit who dies and we know that and as long as they could you the only time they care about americans dying is when they can they how they can use them as political pawns that's really it they, they don't give a crap the end the whole debacle, what we're witnessing, you see, this is another thing I keep hearing the Republicans and I've heard or, and seen on Twitter some, you know, average morons saying things like, this is democracy at, in action. There's, it's messy. Democracy is messy. And, well, you know, this isn't dysfunction. It's democracy. It's not, it's, you know, okay, it is dysfunction because... Oh, it's all, well, let me finish the thought. The, uh, I'm talking to myself. Tara, finish the thought before you say another thought. And Tara, okay, I will. Stop talking to yourself in the third person. Okay, thank you, I will. So, um, (laughs) I don't know, what the hell? So what was I saying? Yes, um, what were we saying? I guess I'm having some kind of, um, multiple personalities strike happening. So, uh, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, see, I real I fucking just forgot what was I going to say. So yeah, I know we were just, I'm just rambling about the whole, the last couple of days. I should have done a show yesterday because then it all piles up and now, um, it's kind of, uh, there's like a traffic jam trying and they're all, it's all the words that come trying to come out of my mouth at the same time. So, um, yeah, they don't want to govern. Okay. Here's the thing. So Republicans, couldn't give a shit this is the best case scenario for us because the less they uh, they govern the the we have one more day of peace in in the united states so one less day of republicans trying to undo everything that is decent in the country and one of the things they're coming after is they want to i mean believe it or not they're they will and I uh, just read a whole thing with Katie Porter warning about that. They are trying that one of the things on their list, on their wish list is to roll back the, um, 
the what what do we do you know we we may we finally after years and years and years when the when the bush administration screwed us as they as republicans always do and uh made it illegal for medicaid to negotiate drug prices we finally got rid of that and uh which will lower the prices of prescription drugs that republicans are always crying that that they care so much about and uh, but they want they are they what they care more about is money from big pharma and they're coming for that which i can i can hardly believe it you know because it's so they're just so repugnant but the reason they feel like they can get away with it is because they have um propaganda outlets that and they have them locked down and they know that they're the dummies who vote for them are actually um you know they never get actual news they've been so they've been so propagandized like a good like good nazis that they um will never hear the truth and if they do hear the truth it will be filtered through uh whatever sick sickness that is filtering every thought in their in their heads like uh and then they'll respond with um with uh pretty much what's what's one of their responses i know you are but what am i things like that and i'm not kidding because they they're inexcusable but you know give them a chance give them a minute they will have an excuse you see so uh, they're saying that Kevin McCarthy, this whole debacle is, oh, this is democracy at work. Democracy's messy. And, but you see, here's the thing. This is why this, is, this has not happened in over 100 years. And they're saying, well, it's about time. Finally, we're going to make this government work right. Right? I don't know what, what accent that is. It's all of them put together. Uh, but it's they it's it's because the reason it's dysfunctional is because this is this shit should have taken place behind closed doors, all of that. And then by the time when you're elected, and you know for over a month at least, right, that you've won, so that's when you do your negotiations. And you there's but there's no negotiating with a bunch of intransigent Nazi children. Right, who have no clue. They have no historical context. They know nothing about the Constitution. And listening to uh, uh, Lauren Band from the Bowling Alley, Bobert, uh, try to debate and uh, talk about the Constitution is enough to make me want to bang my head against the wall. Who? I mean, the balls of this lady. You know, why don't you take? a class first before you start lecturing me bec uh, on constitutional principles that you've learned by perusing 4chan memes. Seriously, this woman failed the GED tw four times. Four times. She wasn't even a high school graduate when she won her, her election. She had to f hurry and finish her GED before she was sworn in. I don't know. I think it was, uh, that was, I don't know if there's a rule that you have to be a high school graduate. I don't think so. But she, 
I guess it was unseemly for you know that maybe was something that she didn't she she couldn't excuse who knows I don't know and also listening to her describe herself as a as a businesswoman as a you know she's she's she doesn't have a business. She doesn't have a business. She's her business is sold. It's now a Mexican restaurant, and um, her business sucked. You know, she stiffed her workers. Of course, it was uh, some stupid scammy sh- hack show where you walked around with guns. Which oh, which is now you can walk around. Well, that's how we'll celebrate January sixth. Republicans they'll allow the public to walk into the Congress with assault weapons because they took down all the magnetometers. I mean, it's going to be fun for the next two years. I only hope, my, my prayer is that the Republicans reap the, the benefits, quote-unquote, or they, they feel the sting of the lash of uh, the consequences of their policies. Not, not normal people. Leave normal people alone. Like Britney. Leave Britney alone. Leave normal people alone. Yes, and the food poisoning. That's right, Haiku. Thank you on the chat. She, she, because she sucks. You know, you, who needs to keep pork at a certain temperature? You know, you got to make a buck. Having heat lamps and, and trying to keep your food at a certain temperature where parasites don't develop and you don't get your, your, um, your customers sick, that takes, that takes, uh, you know, that gets away in the way of your freedom, you know? I mean, the freedom to poison people and give them tapeworms, which is what she did. Well, I don't know about the tapeworms, but give the Republicans time. Give them time. I'm not kidding. You know that. That's what they're talking about when they say, oh, government, small government, regulations get in the way. I'm free, free, free. They want all the benefits of civilization, but none of the responsibilities we have to each other. That's it. You know, they don't want to have to worry about it. they don't want to have to wash their hands you know wash your hands well that's big government after uh, when using the bathroom so you don't go right back to work and give your customers all kinds of uh, e coli bacteria right oh that's a big government that tells you what i'm free i don't need to wash my hands right that's all that's not freedom Right, the freedom to thaw overnight. Right, if I want to refreeze my chicken after leaving it out on the counter for three days, why not? I'm a, I'm a uh, puppet, puppet of big government. It's unreal. Yes, and Jim on the chat, she's been bonkers on TV for the last few nights. It's true. Well, she's getting a lot of attention, and that's what it's about. It's not, oh, and, you know, I mean, it's not about um, serving the people. I know they like to say, oh, the people, the people. What what are you doing for the people? The people want Medicaid to negotiate drug prices. The people want that, you dum-dums. Republican, I'm I'm talking to them. The people, 
But it's always here's here's Perjury Trader Green. She's on uh, Kevin McCarthy's side, and she's not having it. She's upset. I haven't asked for one thing for my for myself, and I'm the only Republican that has zero committees. I find out that it's my uh, Freedom Caucus colleagues and my supposed friends that went and did that, and they asked nothing for me. Nothing. That's what I found out in there. I am furious. Do you hear that? How many times did I hear me, me, me in that sentence? You see what I'm saying? They don't even realize it, that they're... Who are they? They're they working for the people? The people? Me, me, me. My friends. My friends are in there. I didn't even ask. They didn't ask for anything for me. I don't have a committee. I didn't do nothing. Me, me, me. Did anybody think of me? You know, this is what I mean. This is a game to them. It's a selfish little game where they get to climb and get money from the dumb, dumb taxpayers and go on Fox News and feed their narcissistic supply. Me, me, me. And then, and get their committee assignments so they can make more sound bites and drag people in front of committees and, and go swagging their fingers and... And meanwhile, people keep dying. Don't, don't worry. There'll be more people dying of fentanyl overdoses because they won't have any options to go to treatment, you know. And Republicans, they don't know which way is up. I played that clip. Where is this? Let me see. Um, of Lauren Boebert. This was, I think, last week. where she was upset that they were catching fentanyl at the border. Let me see. Let me... Bulbert. I thought this was pretty good. Border? I'm looking for it. Bulbert. I gotta find it. But I should have that one ready. That's a pretty good one. Oh, here it is. On my Mayorkas's watch... More than 14,000 pounds of fentanyl was seized in fiscal year 2022 at our southern border. That is an all-time record high. That's also good news, dumb bitch. I know you must be upset because then you can, the fentanyl won't get through and people won't die and you won't be able to go, ah, somebody died. Of fentanyl. 600 people died of fentanyl overdoses while a thousand people died of COVID. So, which one? We don't care about that, though. All right. Oh, well. It was their time. They had pre existing conditions. It's unreal, these people. They really are. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm still, whenever I watch that clip, I think. I'm still trying to find the angle it, it's, that would make them outraged. Why would they be outraged? That's a good thing. A record. That is a record amount of shit that's seized at the border. Um, that's what we want. That's called the, the uh, people doing their job. Right? It's unreal. They're incredible. But, yeah, so... The the shit show um, never ends. And it won't end. This, well, this is just the preview. You guys realize that. This is the 
this is the opening act of the clown show. And it won't be funny. It will be nonstop. I mean, Hunter Biden's laptop ain't going to investigate itself. How and what else were they saying? Because um, uh, we we were getting a preview. Because um, you know you could just tell when you're here when you're listening to their their uh, their faux rage. Uh, it was fentanyl. Oh, the border and uh, inflation. It doesn't matter that inflation you know is a worldwide problem and it's going down. They they no one mentioned gas prices though. I noticed because they're um they're they're go you know low the gas prices are going down uh at a record rate you know um it's not like there wasn't a global pandemic now we know we know that the and of course supply chain issues and the whole world closed down and uh i mean they're shameless they're shameless um but they have no solutions that's the thing it's all it's all uh, just be a gnat. That's it. You know how you ever get annoyed by a gnat? That's them. Just zooming around. You know, you're just trying to do your thing and they're like, a gnat comes at your head. You're like, get this fucking gnat out of here. I can't take it. That's them. Because it. Does, what does it do? What's a gnat? I mean, God bless the gnat, whatever. I, I try not to kill anything unless I have to. That was my lesson when I when my nephews and nieces were were little. I tried to instill in them not to kill things if unless they had to, you know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean. But uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking. I'm not telling kill kill Republican. I mean, is this what you're hearing? No, 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 no. I'm talking. I mean, legally and peacefully, they must be crushed. But. Um, where is this? I'm trying to find. See, I know I have like 5,000 windows open here because, you know, watching the Republicans, um, uh, George Santos, let me, let's talk about George Santos. He is, he's the, he is all of the Republicans. He is the Republican party. It's, uh, it's an absolute disgrace. And it's also tells us just how much Kevin McCarthy is unfit that he let this, this con man, he is a grifter. George Santos is a grifter and he was caught just because you get caught after you win an election uh, based on lies. That doesn't mean we, we can't do anything about you now. It doesn't matter. Well, to some Republicans, it doesn't matter. Sad enough, right? I just saw this. Um, where is it? Oh, man. Um, some fucking bitch. Mm. It was in the Wall Street Journal. Believe it or not, I was reading it. These are the things I do for you guys. I read the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> it is fascinating, though. R listening to rich people talk to each other and complain. They're always victims. I, and while I'm looking for this, I'm looking for this. Uh, what I'm looking for is an, uh, a letter to the editor that somebody wrote about George Santos 
and they were it was um you know basically their excuses were uh, i know you are but what am i that we why should it matter that george santos lied you know um elizabeth warren lied and joe biden's had 300 lies that was her excuse this woman really but of course there's no there's no examples i know what they're talking about i mean this the bitch was saying uh, that um elizabeth warren lied and said she was native american right but even though she's explained it a million times She's, she said, it was a family story. Her mother used to tell her about her, whatever, great aunt who was a Native American. Not that it fucking mattered, but this is what they, you know, Republicans grab onto. And it doesn't matter how many times you waste your breath explaining it or whatever, whatever it might be. It's okay if you're a Republican, but if you are a normal person, if you're somebody who's actually trying to make the uh, government work for more than just the 1%, you will be completely obliterated by conservative media until the dummies, uh, you know, fall in line. Right? It's the truth. It is the truth. I guess I don't really need to find the article that she wrote, or this letter to the editor lady. Wait a minute. I just annoy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's why I say become a patron so I can have a fucking producer that has opposable thumbs and not a, is not a cat. Oh, Wall Street Journal? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. So, but anyway, Joe Santos is is interesting because he's an outright con man. So he's now um, he's filth, of course. He uh, let me read this thing. Fuck that uh, letter to the editor. I basically paraphrased it. Um, George Santos, his his ex boyfriend came forward and describes the yeah their relationship he's a he's a sociopath okay and i i watched uh, a couple of you know i like to watch some youtube videos during the day when i'm working and stuff one of them one of the um the the youtubers i watch are they're called the behavior the behavior guys or the behavior panel i i like them they talk about body language and they were discussing George Santos. Uh, and then there was a, there's another one who is a clinical psychologist. And he always, he does like armchair psychology, different um, notorious people. And he did, uh, he did a, um, you know, he says it's, it's not an official diagnosis, but um, through his clinical psychology lens, he... Uh, diagnosed George Santos as a narcissist and of course he is he's a sick person 
uh, who who lies about their personal history like that? He's he, now, thankfully, it's this is good in Brazil. They've reopened a case because he was charged and convicted, I believe, in absentia of passing bad checks because that's what you do when you're a con man. He is a grifter. So he had a boyfriend, this guy. Well, here it is. This is from LGBTQNation.com. An article, Daniel Villa, Villarreal writes... Despite lying about much of his personal and work history, out gay representative-elect George Santos will be sworn into Congress. Well, it says on Tuesday, but of course, it never happened. It hasn't happened yet. They're all congressmen and women-elect until they get sworn in by the speaker, but um, it didn't stop George Santos from releasing, uh, for or his website, from posting that George Santos was sworn in. So he even lied about that. And he also lied about, um, on his website, it said that he voted for things. It had George Santos's voting record, and he voted against the omnibus bill. You know, he against things that he wasn't even in Congress for. You see, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're all a bunch of grifters. He's just an extreme case. And you notice it doesn't matter. It still doesn't matter. They have no integrity. Now, tell me, you know, I, as much as Democrats, they're not perfect. We know that. But if he would not be in the Democratic Party, they would have kicked him out. It would have been done. He would never have the balls to show up to work. That's what's so insulting, watching him show up to work. Who the fuck does he think he is? Yeah, you know, oh, let me see. Where is? I have some footage of him arriving at work. It's Congress. Now he gets a nice salary. He'll get one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year now for two years. He says he'll retire at the end of her, his term. Fuck that. Get out now. We we got to pay him? Our taxpayers. It's bad enough. These scums. Tax cheating, draft dodging, dictator wannabe con men. You know, Trump paid $750 in taxes for two years. And that's only two years that we know about. We know, And he paid less in others. Zero in other years. The only year he paid, he paid taxes because his he sold a property that his father gifted to him. So his father was still bailing him out. The dirt bag. You know? Oh, and the other thing. I don't know. You guys know I watched Morning Joe in the morning. And while well, it's just on my mind, this morning they had Steve Ratner on, which, of course, when he comes on, you know, he's like, uh, uh, he's a real... Um, Kiss up, kick down, uh, I don't know, whiner? His whole thing today was how millionaires are leaving New York and going to Florida because they don't like taxes. Oh, woo, wah, 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 wah. Like, I'm supposed to, we're all supposed to be upset that millionaires who do uh, our tax cheats, that they don't like paying taxes. They want us all to, they want a free ride on our backs. 
you know, do me a favor when do a story when essential workers all leave and go somewhere else because then we'll miss them. You know what I mean? Because they actually do make a difference when frontline workers and uh, fr- and first responders, frontline workers, essential workers, when they when they pick up and leave and go somewhere, I think we'll 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 notice. Like we should all be upset because millionaires who don't pay fucking taxes want to leave, don't want to pay taxes, so they go to Florida. They don't want to pay state taxes in New York. That I mean, the whole message is that oh, we're so mean. You're so, we are just so mean. To millionaires, that they that they have to flee. We are so mean, making them pay taxes when they don't. They pay people to ensure that they don't fucking pay taxes. How does Trump pay seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes? I'd like to know, because I'm sure I paid a hell of a lot more than that for every goddamn year. And it's sickening. And 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 I was I was watching that um, Bernie Madoff series on Netflix, which is very interesting. Trip down memory lane, and also it's infuriating because it just goes to show you what a scam. I I mean I didn't know the whole Bernie Madoff backstory. I didn't know he was a. I knew he was a big wig. I didn't know he was. Someone that the S uh, Securities and Exchange Commission would bring in, and that he was like writing regulations, and they would bring him in front of Congress as a as an expert to testify on how to effectively regulate financial institutions. It's ridiculous, right? But he same thing. He uh, same thing at the end of the year. He would, because everything that he did was a scam. You know, he wasn't actually, it was a big Ponzi scheme. He wasn't buying and selling stocks or anything. But at the end of the year, he would call up one of his co-conspirators and say, well, now I need some losses. So they would just make up a whole bunch of losses so he didn't have to pay taxes. So, you know, the whole fucking thing is a scam. It's a goddamn scam. And we're all supposed to be, oh, uh, boo-hoo. The rich are run. they're running, millionaires are running to Florida for uh, uh, t- uh, news at 11. It's not like th- we haven't known this for, th- for decades, forever. I'm so tired of rich people, the 1%, um, you know, riding on our backs aren't you sick of of carrying these fuckers and then they're complaining complaining people who who work for a living have they they always republicans and conservatives and you know these fuckers they're all uh, they like to talk about skin in the game we have skin in the game we're the ones on the front lines, putting our asses on the line. If anything happens, we're the ones who are at the fucking, uh, you know, in the vanguard, right? And while these effing bastards complain and cry and run for the hills and don't want to pay taxes, it's sickening. 
Oh, God. Anyway. Where am I? Where are you, I mean? All right. I'm sick of it. Are you? Are you? And thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Another great show. Thank you. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Another, well, you didn't say another great show, but another great super chat. That's right. Haiku says on the chat, the new American dream is to steal enough to be exempt from taxes. Exactly. And I, I wish I, sh I should have grabbed that Steve Ratner clip so I could eviscerate it. But it was so sickening. Why, why is this person on television? You know, who does anybody say, oh, we got to get Steve Ratner? Is anyone really uh, caring? Do, does anybody say, oh, wow, what, what does Steve Ratner have to say about this? He's just some fucking old cracker with a lot of money who hates, who hates paying his fair share and is with in the perpetual search for the superior moral justification for not, you know, participating, not being a, a full member of society. So we, everybody else, though, right, has to put their balls on the line except for them because, you know, they, they got other shit. They, it, they're millionaires, you see, and they, they will trickle down on us. They will trickle Wait for the trickle, everyone. While you're on the you're on the sec waiting for your second bus to arrive on your fucking two hour commute because you can't live close to the city because that's all reserved for the millionaires. You see, unreal. I can't take it. How much longer are we gonna have to take it? And thank you, Terry Taylor, for your super chat. Thank you for your cute little emoji. You're number one. It says thank you. You're number one. I'm not number one. You're, we're in this together. So that's it. We're number one. I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of these fucking people and these Republicans. It's only, it's two years of this. Two years of this shit. All right. What was I reading this? I, oh, yeah. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh. You know who's coming over. I could see him. Oh, boy. Here he comes. Come on. You coming up? You coming up, buddy? Come on. Yeah, you got to make the leap. There you go. There you go. They don't put your butt on TV. No one wants to see your butt. Do you know you are Tara Jr.? Do you know the things of life? Do you know? Do you know? Boo -ba -da -boo. All right. Do you know George Santos is a con man? Do you know? All right. Um, Ex-boyfriend of gay MAGA congressman-elect George Santos says he's lying about other things. Just put your face in front of the camera and shut up. 
Come on. Sit right there. Right there. All right. Uh, let's see. Last week, Santos admitted that he lied about graduating from Baruch College and New York University, working directly for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs, and living at a fake address in his congressional district. He provided no additional proof to back up his claims that he founded a charity. He, er, he's a liar. He didn't fi- find, uh, found a charity. He fucking lied, just like Trump's charity. So his fake charity that um, was disbanded and then they all had to take a seminar how not to steal from their own charity as if they didn't do it on purpose. So, yeah, but he, uh, um, he just heard. He knew that people like animals. You see, they like pets. So he founded a fake charity called Friends of Pets. Who doesn't like friends? Who doesn't like pets? He's a real slick grifter. You know, he should have, maybe he could have been friends of pets and uh, old people and uh, children with kittens, something like that. And veterans, veterans, yes. Veteran kittens and frontline rescue dogs with uh, kitten emotional support, veterans, uh, kittens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that were taken from Afghanistan by soldiers who used to keep them in their barracks as emotional support kittens. 5013C. Let's throw it all in there. Everything that is somehow resonating with with people who actually have hearts and souls. Oh, <sighs> God. What else is very um, appealing to people with hearts and souls? Kittens, puppies, veterans. Um, what else? That's it, really, right? Kittens, puppies, and veterans. What else is there? Why else bother getting out of bed? All right. Last week, Santos said, oh, yeah, friends of pets, and that his grandparents escaped the Holocaust. What a dirtbag. And that he lost four employees in the June 2016 Pulse nightclub shooting. Of course, he didn't lose any employees because he had no employees. He's a, and that's the other thing. Um, <laughs> watching some of these uh, local news reports on Santos, they introduced him. F- in different reports as financier. He's a financier, whatever that is. It's like, that's what, that's what Madoff was, you know, Bernie Madoff was a financier. When he, he lived in his sister's basement or not even her, I think he lived on her couch. He also seemingly lied about his mother dying in connection to the September 11th terrorist attacks. Until Wednesday, Mr. Santos's campaign biography said that his mother, Fatima DeVolder, worked her way up to become the first female executive at a major financial institution. However, Santos's friends say they remember her as a woman who only spoke Portuguese and worked cooking food and cleaning house for others. And that's where he was able to get access to someone's check 
he stole the checkbook of one of the people or whoever the person was who hired Santos's mother to clean his house. He's you see what a dirtbag he is. So he was fucking over his mother, the 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 mother's employer. In a July 12th, 2021 tweet, Santos wrote, 9-11 claimed my mother's life. Oh, my God. He had previously said that his mother was working at the World Trade Center during the terrorist attacks. In a now-deleted bio on his campaign website, he said she survived the horrific events that day, but unfortunately passed away a few years later because he said... A few years, uh, well, this is what is written here. A few years later, meaning uh, 15 years later, because it's unclear if her death was caused by any factors related to the attacks. We know it doesn't matter. You know, to give him, to try to give him the benefit of the doubt, saying, oh, well, she died of 9-11 syndrome or whatever, complications of being in uh, down in ground zero 15 years later bullshit it's absolute bullshit they're just saying you know he this is a way of him to wiggle out of it and he's he took it someone someone proposed it on some corporate media well we don't know if maybe she had some kind of cancer that she developed from being down down in ground zero um, I doubt it. She wasn't in. She wasn't in the cleanup crew. She wasn't a fireman or a police man or woman, right? She was. Was she even there? Who knows? It's just bullshit. So he lied about everything else, but that. That's one thing that we can maybe find some kind of uh, something, some connection. We've searched the records. There are no evidence that George Santos or any other al- alias attended Horace Mann. Oh, yes. He seemingly lied about attending Horace Mann Preparatory School in the Bronx. He claimed that he attended the school but had to drop out with only four months left until graduation because of his family's financial difficulties. He's so full of shit, though. We, it said, uh, we searched their records and there are no, there's no evidence that Santos or any other alias attended Horace Mann, a spokesman for the school told CNN. Half a dozen of Santos's former friends and colleagues told the New York Times that even though he bragged about working on Wall Street, he never went to the office. He never seemed to go into work and always seemed short on cash. His boyfriend his ex-boyfriend, Pedro Villarava, Villara, V-I-L-A-R-V, Villarava, Villarava, whatever, uh, said that while they lived together, he paid, while, while they lived together, he paid many of the bills for Santos. He suspects that Santos stole and pawned his phone for cash. He used to say that he would get money from Citigroup because he was an investor, he said. Uh, one day it's one thing, one day it's another thing. He never actually went to work. After finding online proof that Santos faced legal charges in Brazil for forging checks that belonged to his mother's client, Villarava packed all his belongings into trash bags and moved out. 
Santos has since denied any wrongdoing, like Trump, right? Although Brazilian records show that he admitted to check forging at the time. Villavra told the Times that he worried about Santos being sworn into Congress. I would be scared to have somebody like that in charge, to have having so much power in his hands. Exactly. You know, this is being rewarded by Republicans. It doesn't matter that he's a con man, he's a, you know, he's a scofflaw, he's a, he's wanted in Brazil. It doesn't matter, you see, that he is a fraud, that his constituents are appalled, they're holding protests outside his office he's appalling he's an absolute disgrace but of course not everybody you know some of them are like give him a chance let's see what he does well let's see well if past performance is indicative of future results or whatever um he's going to be a a con man he's gonna con and grift and lie he's gonna suck what he needs to suck and he's going to be a filthy disgrace to anything that he's involved in. So there you go. To stop liars like Santos ever getting into office, out gay representative Richard Torres of uh, Democrat of New York said he'll introduce the stop another non-truthful office seeker, otherwise known as the Santos Act, the act would require House candidates to provide details of their backgrounds under oath. Representatives Nick LaToya and James Comer have both called for the House Ethics Committee to investigate Santos. Well, that is if there is a House Ethics con- Committee, because that's one of the concessions, apparently, that uh, the spineless lickspittle Kevin McCarthy is giving to the insurrection caucus which it's so annoying that they're calling the, the corporate media of course sucks but they're calling them the rebels the rebels doesn't that remind you of star wars you know luke and leia we're the rebel alliance no they're not rebels they're insurrectionists they're just a bunch of fascists who want to who want who doesn't who don't like government period unless it's run by a con man a single con man who received fewer votes and wants to ensure that uh, trans people don't go to a bathroom or something that's all they got <clears throat> and um and if you're gonna die in america you die of something that they want to use as a political talking point because if you die of something that they don't want to talk about, well, you're going to be, it don't matter. Right, Junior? Right? That's your cue to say, meow. Uh-huh. You're going there. You better stay there. Stop that. Boom. <laughs> I see you. Hey. Oh, this cat. This cat, cat, cat. I often wonder what goes on in their heads, you know? What it's like to be them. What are you thinking? You know? 
What are you thinking? The new, I mean, it must be nice. Maybe it's nice. Maybe I'll come back as a cat. Who knows? You know? Must be nice not to think about Republicans for a minute. Right? The numerous fabrications and inconsistencies associated with Congressman-elect Santos are nothing short of stunning, Donnelly said in a statement. Oh, this is uh, Nassau District Attorney Ann Donnelly. Republican announced that she has opened an investigation to examine whether he had broken any campaign finance rules or laws, which, good, because where did he get $700,000 from? That's the other thing. He's a traitor. Okay, I'll go out on a limb here. He's a grifter. He's been compromised by probably uh, Russians. If I was going to make a leap. Yeah, that's what they do. What do you think they do? They're here in America. They're, um, they're f- making fake groups. They're stoking insurrections. They're spreading lies. They're spreading vaccine bullshit. They want people to break out measles, mumps, rubella. They want to bring back polio, which they're they're very successful. And they see somebody like Santos and like, uh, who else? Uh, Justice I Like Beer. Where did he get his money from? Right? I mean, this is what they do. These fucking people, they're in our, they're in the house. We, we trace the calls. It's coming from inside the house. There are a bunch of traitors in the house, and they love what's going on. They love that, well, it's fine. If the house remains like this, fuck it. Um, I hope they never pick a speaker for two years. What, 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 what's worse? What's worse than the the house grinding to a halt is the house moving forward. A Republican house. What are they going to... What's in store? The Hunter Biden laptop scandal of the day? That's all they got. They got nothing. They'll throw the bullshit like Hunter Biden's laptop out there and then they'll uh when nobody's looking because they'll be distracted by that bullshit they'll they'll roll back um you know price reforms for medicaid and shit like that that's right santos's biggest donor is a russian oligarch play dave says that's right let me see that is right unbelievable andrew in Intra, intra, why can't I talk? I can't. Intrader, intrada, money manager to Russian Victor Vekselberg gave $56,100 to committees tied to George Santos, who called Ukraine totalitarian. You see, he's he sucks. This guy is a fucking fraud. He's a con man. He's a he's a dirt bag. The cousin and cash handler of one of Russia's most notorious oligarchs poured tens of thousands of dollars. What the hell? Why did that just What? 
it just popped to another story, which I was surprised to read the headline. It said, Herschel Walker staffer says that Matt Schlepp groped my crotch. What? Look at this. We'll have to get to that in a minute. I didn't have that on the on the queue, on the agenda. Let's see. Republican Devolder Santos. George Devolder Santos vanquished Democrat Robert Zimmerman. What a joke. This month in the in the House race covering parts of Long Island and New York City. Uh, riding a red wave that swept through the Empire State. Oh, and I have to tell you, I I actually I sent a an email. This is just one of my stupid uh, aside stories. I sent an email to the Republicans. Where is it? Under one of my my fake email accounts, you know that I sign up to things with, and. Let's see. I sent it to the congressional district. Some, you know, some Republican, supposedly, that, where is it? What's the name of it? Suffolk County GOP, right? Uh, And I said something about, you know, you had a big laugh about what a filthy liar Santos is. The fact that you allowed the grifter parasite to take office just shows that the Republican Party has zero honor and is devoid of integrity. You are all George Santos. And con artists and takers who hate democracy and stay in... You know, this is why I gotta gotta get things off my chest. So, um, take your traitor selves to Russia with that national security risk traitor (laughs) you inflicted on government. And, uh, yeah. So they were, this woman wrote back, she's, and they write, uh, she writes George, whatever. She's like, Oh, George Santos will, uh, represent Nassau and Queens counties. We will forward your concerns to the to them or whatever right and then i guess it was on her mind later and she wrote me back like hours later and she wrote um because i said something about y'all i wrote something y'all you're all you something with you know y apostrophe a l l who cares and she writes back y'all How's the weather down south, right? And so I just thought it was funny that she wrote me back like three hours later because it was obviously annoying her, which I'm glad. And I said, you know, I wrote back, I wouldn't know, traitor, I live in Queens, so, uh, but leave it to a Republican to look for any excuse not to take responsibility for the filth you inflict on America, Right. Members of the party of of the so-called party of personal responsibility only stick to that motto when trying to deny some hot lunch program (laughs) when it comes to taking responsibility for the grifters. uh, Forget it. So um, I just thought that was funny. I was, you know, I said, I'm glad I gave you something to do 
Maureen. It's bet much much better than usual Republican pursuits, like enabling the next school massacre or inspiring the next domestic terrorist attack. Why can't we all get along? I don't know, because some of us are part of the problem. Not me, no. <laughs> I'm not part of the problem. If you're a Republican and you are enabling this, you're part of the problem. You're part of it. This is the problem. You're not normal. You're, it's not okay. It's not a, 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 just another sh- choice. Yes, yes. Um, so he's a con man. He lied about everything. He's wanted in Brazil. So, so, whoopie-doopie. Who among us isn't wanted in Brazil? Right? Who among us hasn't embellished our resumes? It's not embellishing. First of all, embellishing your, what would embellishing your resume be? It would be, you could say, you know, you managed some, you know, instead you you were, um, I don't know. You managed fi- a, a team when you were, uh, you managed your, nobody. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's embellishing. Embellishing is not making up your entire resume. From soup to nuts, including your your background, your religion, your uh, who cares, frankly, your religion, right? But this is where we live in a in a crap in this bullshit with uh, all these fake Christians and fake uh, people who supposedly they care about Judeo Christian values, which obviously they don't. Uh, care about any values except greed, money, selfishness, and can they? Fi- who can they find with darker pigment to go up against somebody with darker pigment? And you know, that's that's not embellishing. That's you're a con man. That's you know, it's like the prince who hasn't called themselves the prince of Arabia. That's like the con man. Who hasn't called? There was one con man that was running around who's who was successful at grifting, and I think he said he was Tracy Morgan's son, the comedian Tracy Morgan, and he's got into all fancy parties and stuff. Tracy Morgan, I don't think has a son, something like that. Yeah. He's on American Greed. So will this guy be eventually. He will be. But in the meantime, he'll be casting votes in the United States House of Representatives. Isn't that incredible? Absolutely incredible. But there you go. Here, here's another one about him. Like, I mean, just when you think the Republicans get can't get any lower, they go lower. Brazilian clerk allegedly defrauded by George Santos calls him a professional liar. This is from CNN. A Brazilian former shop clerk allegedly defrauded out of more than 
$1,300 by George Santos has a message to voters who cast ballots for the Republican congressman-elect. Don't feel guilty. Well, I would tell you the other opposite. He does that uh, he does that really well. He's a professional liar. In an interview with CNN on Wednesday, Bruno Simone says that Santos, in 2008, paid for merchandise using a pair of stolen checks and forging the signature of the account owner. Now, who among us hasn't forged checks in Brazil? I mean, that goes to show you what a scumbag he is. That he steals checks from his mother's client and goes around signing the guy's name. That is, that's a con man. Right out of the narcissistic 101. He's a sick person. He's got a, he's probably, whatever, sociopathic, antisocial personality, whatever it is. You know, he's sick. Okay, well, Simone became suspicious of Santo's demeanor, saying he was overly charming while shopping and subsequently attempted to verify the checks. You're not going to be suspicious of somebody who's so well-spoken, genteel. He sort of disarms people with those skills that he can execute so that he can execute those frauds. Exactly. It's part of the grift. When it became clear they were fraudulent, meaning the checks, the shop owner demanded Simone's and then, then in his early 20s, pay the damages, roughly equal to four months' salary in Brazil. Simone said, in, I mean, in uh, his four months' salary. Simone's paid, the, paid it in installments before the shop owner waived the remaining rem- amount. I was very frustrated. Being deceived is a terrible thing. Well, yeah. Tell it to New York's District 3 or 3rd District. Uh, Being deceived is a terrible thing, unlike being mugged by someone with a gun who robs you. You might get angry, but being deceived, being fooled, someone acting in bad faith to steal from you, it's an even worse feeling. So, yeah, he pretended to be the guy's friend. and What a piece of dirt. Unfortunately, I've been robbed in Brazil when I was younger by someone armed, and I can guarantee you that I felt more frustrated in George's case who abused my good faith. In a 2009 social media exchange with Simone's, Simos, Santos promised to repay him. Well, that's what they do, you know. They want you off the case, you know, checks in the mail, saying, I know I screwed up and I want to pay up, because he knew he was going to get arrested. But Simoes says Santos never made good on the pledge. Barring a court order, he doesn't have high hopes that he'll ever see his money again. Even though he confessed to his crime, he never looked me up to pay the debt. At the time, I had to take the debt, which was quite high, he said. Some people make mistakes and regret them. Others seem to never regret and end up living their whole lives as a fraud. That's the case with George. Honestly, I think the chances of me getting this money back is very low. Santos in 2010 admitted to stealing a man's checkbook that was in his mother's possession. So this is a di- this is that was a different thing, right? He stole from this guy as well. 
to purchase clothing and shoes, according to documents obtained by CNN. The confession came in a statement Santos gave to police. And that's when the only when he got caught. You understand? You, if you're going around robbing people, befriending people so you can rob them, and then, you know, robbing from your mother's client, you know, you're, you're screwing your mother there, too. You see how sick he is? Because... You're you're messing up your mother's income, your mother's employer. It's incredible. It says, and, and so don't tell me how much you you weep for your mother. Your mother is not is nothing but a means to an end. That's what a narcissist is. So now his mother's dead, and he can get sympathy for that. But when she was alive give a shit about her let her get fired he's got he needs checks let her get fired and then who's gonna hire her you know you're gonna get a reference well be careful she's she does a good job except you know she robs or who knows her family she let her son into my home and he robbed from me who wants to take that on Oh, okay. Let's see. He admitted to stealing a man's checkbook that was in his mother's possession to purchase clothing and shoes, according to the document. It was in the guy's house. According to blah, 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 blah. Into, in a, the confession came in a statement that Santos gave to police according to 150 pages worth of case documents. So this was not just this little petty thing. A Brazilian court in 2013 suspended the investigation because authorities were unable to find him because he absconded. And that, well, you know what? There is an extradition treaty between Brazil and the United States. So I don't know why they don't call on local authorities to arrest him and bring his ass back to Brazil. Wouldn't that be great? In the same decision, the court also suspended the statute of limitations on the case. Yeah. See, there you go. Because he fled. That's good. Get him. But with the Republicans' election in November and a recent onslaught of publicity surrounded uh, lies about his personal life, Brazilian law enforcement officials now plan to reinstate the fraud charges against Santos. On Wednesday in Washington, the embattled New York Republican was trailed by reporters through the hallways and tunnels of the U.S. Capitol as scrutiny and condemnation over his fabrications intensify. Santos did not comment on the fraud charges because he's a cowardly dirtbag and legally and peacefully, but being reinstated against him and he did not answer a wide array of questions. Let's see. He did not respond when asked by CNN if he had spoken to House GOP leadership or whether anyone had indicated to him whether he would be the subject of an ethics investigation. 
Congressional Republicans are currently locked in a power struggle over the speakership that delayed his swearing in of House members, meaning Santos has yet to officially take office. But in an interview, Simone Simos also cast doubt over Santos's claim to police that after stool, after using two stolen checks, he discarded the rest. Santos acknowledged, I mean, uh, he santos acknowledged having been responsible for for forging the signatures on the checks also confirming that he had destroyed the remaining checks okay you believe him anybody else believe him it bullshit of course he didn't destroy him it's important to remember that in his statement to police he he said he used only two checks and that he threw the rest in a manhole bullshit i don't believe that Samoz said i believe he defrauded other companies and other people of course he did but he's a liar he said he thought it was important to share his story because it looks like he hasn't learned and is still investing his career in fraud faking information and lying Santos has mostly refused to address the litany of falsehoods and fabrications. In a rare interview with the New York Post shortly after his falsehoods surfaced, Santos only copped to embellishing my resume, which is a lie right there. He flatly denied any criminal activity, which is bullshit. Of course, he would now know. We know he's wanted in Brazil. I'm not a criminal here, nor in Brazil or any other jurisdiction in the world. Absolutely not, he said. He's, he's full of shit. So why would the Brazilian authorities want your ass to uh, pay for the crimes you committed in Brazil? It's not like they don't have any other crimes down there to worry about. So Samoz said he did not initially realized that the same man he went after for defrauding him 15 years ago had been elected to Congress in the United States. But after a local reporter pointed him out, he searched his Santos's name online. Honestly, I was a mix of shock and comical and a comical scene. He said, it was surreal to me to see the image of him in a suit I saw his photo and remembered very clearly the photos I had seen of him when I was 19. I said, how is it possible for a criminal, for an embezzler to be elected as a congressman? To me, that is unbelievable. Well, all you got to do is have an R after your name and you will, uh, you could do whatever the fuck. You could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. That's it. Right? You can grab him by the pussy. You can... It's a, it doesn't matter. All that matters is power. Power for a few. You can lie. You Because you have a... You have a propaganda out, atlas. I mean, apparatus. Atlas. Atlas shrugged. I wish. I wish. You would shrug and shrug the fuck off. But, um, you know, it doesn't matter. See, that's the thing with these so-called, uh, well, they're not rebels, they're, in, they're traitors, they're insurrectionists, and they hate America, but they're, 
it doesn't matter. They don't want a functioning government. They want Fox News time. They want time with Steve Bannon. They want people to, you know, they're they're really prepping themselves for their real careers, which is not as a representative. It's as a, uh, you know, a pundit or some kind of right wing media star. So this fits right in with the brand. And Kevin McCarthy, you know, what? Why do you want to be speaker when you will be the most feckless uh, speaker in the history of the House? You have no power. He's literally giving these these traitors the rope to f- with which to hang him. So anytime they don't like anything, they could just say, well, we want to vacate the speakers and the whole house will go come grinding down to a halt. And what else is he giving them? Uh, behind closed doors, he's he's giving them everything they want. It's so embarrassing. Aren't you embarrassed, Kevin McCarthy? Don't you have any dignity? You know, I mean, they have no dignity. And we've known this. They prove it every day. Every time they show up, when someone invites them to a coup and they show up, when Mitch, Moscow Mitch McConnell invites them into his coup against the judiciary, which is a Nazi tactic, when he uh, instills, well, installs these these unfit, unqualified flunkies on the bench, just like the Nazis did, so they can nullify freedom and democracy whenever at every turn. You know, anybody with honor would have declined the invitation. You know, when somebody invites you to be part of a of a, a dishonorable assault against democracy and you have a shred of integrity, you say, no, thank you. But they all show up. They all say yes. Then, and they call, they come back for seconds. And what is Kevin McCarthy? He's, I mean, do you have any integrity? Do you have any dignity, self-respect? To beg constantly. That's why I mean, you look like a needy bitch, Kevin. No one likes a needy bitch. I'm sorry. It's true. But that's what he is. And he's, he's pandering to this fringe element who has, I mean, the rest of them suck too. They're, they're all horrible. All of them are horrible. Yes, they are. Where is this one? Like, uh, what's his name? The every I mean, it was so embarrassing watching them. Where is this? Hold on. Here, here's from. Let's watch the C-SPAN for a second. This is the Republicans getting all, all indignant that Cory Bush called uh, Donald a prop, and she's right. Votes begun. It would have extended 
to every member of this body. Look at this crap. It could begin today. Last night, I sat within feet of Mr. Donalds as the tweet of another member-elect appeared on the screen. Oh, my God. That member-elect wrote and sent out to America <laughs> that Byron Donalds is a prop. A prop? <gasps> I've spent a good bit of time with Mr. Donalds, especially lately. Oh, he ain't no prop. He ain't no prop. <laughs> Woo! He ain't no prop. Everybody put, get up and applaud. We don't got no props. Get your prop ass down here. I mean, d uh, and if he were a prop, you're wonderful. He wouldn't be sitting where he's sitting. What? Oh, of course. Well, you got me. You got. This is the tired old. You got us there. See, this is what they're saying now that Cory Bush is racist because she called out the Republican match game. You know, I'll see your darker pigment person, and I we got our own darker pigment person, who doesn't who, who turns a blind eye to all the racist tactics that Republicans employ incessantly, that never stops. But you know, grotesquely racist oh, rhetoric. You see, we've you're not a uh, we're not the racist. You're racist. That's racist calling the calling us props. Make it like we're a bunch of... We, we put these darker pigment people up here as props. That's racist to call out us as racist. Because you know what? Lincoln freed the slaves. Right? Lincoln was a Republican in 1865. No, no. Well, we're coming up on how many years? Look, we're going to be pushing... Uh, well, a hundred and uh, something years. Two hundred. We're coming to two hundred years ago when the Re Republicans were a progressive party. Lincoln wrote something about emancipation, even after exhausting every other option. But that's okay. That means Republicans in a hundred and fifty years later cannot be racist even though the only quote we know from MLK is something that sits, suits our agenda. Do not, we don't know any of the other quotes except the content of the character one. I don't know. And we know something about Fred, Frederick Douglass. He said he was a Republican too, even though Frederick, I know nothing about Frederick Douglass. Like I know nothing about De Donaldson. Except they both have darker pigment and they have R's after their name. I don't know. Was Frederick Douglass a Republican? Probably. Back when it met, it, you know, they were a completely different party. Uh, but it doesn't matter. We know this is no props. No props. And I will give no props to people who call other people props when we're putting up our props. Like, all our other props. We got props. You got props? No, you got somebody who has a, a, a an actual resume of lifetime of service and experience. We got 
a guy with darker pigment. Nobody knows. He just got darker pigment. Seen far too long. <laughs> Look at this shit. Yes, I am like the white MLK. And if he were a pop, he wouldn't be sitting where he's sitting. Yeah. This is the tired, old, yes. grotesquely racist rhetoric that we've seen yes. far too long. Far. Nothing like. Look at that. Look, Cory Bush laughing. Good. Today. <laughs> today, a member-elect quote tweeted a Fox News story Ooh. that incorrectly reported that I said something about that if a I don't prevail on the question before the House, I will resign. Who cares? That Shut up with your fake goddamn faux rage. Take your your prop faux rage and mix it with Kevin McCarthy's fake emoting and then you can put a sprinkle of George Santos's resume in there and fuck off to Liberland. Go shrug, Atlas shrug. Already. Go galt. Will you go galt already? With your props. It's incredible. Let's see, where is this? Here, here's a little, here's some props that we just experienced. Oh, you know, oh shit. I didn't mean, I just threw that out. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean it. Props. Oh, you know, Republicans are not racist. By no stretch of the imagination. Pay no attention to all the racist ads. What if they're not racist? Let me ask you, why would they darken people's pigment in ads? You know, it's kind of a strange phenomenon that happens with Republican political campaign ads. And, uh, you know, whether someone's pigment, you'll see them, then they have a certain color, and then you look in an ad and it's all dark and scary. They're all scary. Because, you know, they they know what they're dealing with. Pay no attention to, oh, what about all of the the tweets? Here, this is, where is this? Oh, yeah, with ads. Here, 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 here. Here's some ads. Where is it? Mm-mm-mm. Republicans inject race into campaigns, running ads portraying black candidates as soft on crime, as different or dangerous. Republicans have shed the quiet defenses of tactics for unabashed defiance. See? Darker pigment. There's all the darker pigment people. Dangerous. Radical. Hey, oops, you can't see it. It's looking at the wrong page. How'd that happen? Radical. That's what I was looking at. Let's see. Well, that's not the, you know, it's just a prop, right? The Maller, let's see, where is it, where is it? In Wisconsin, Governor, Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, who is black, is the Democratic nominee for Senate, 
National Republican senatorial campaign ad targeting him by juxtaposing his face with those three Democratic House members, all of them women and women of color, and the words different and dangerous. Different? Different. That's horrible. In a mailer sent to several House uh, states, with a state house distri- districts in New Mexico, the Republican Party darkened the hands of a barber shown giving a white child a haircut next to a image with the question, do you want a sex offender cutting your child's hair? Junior, what the hell, man? Come on, you pain in my ass. Yes, honey. All right. Have you had enough? I know. Ah. What are you going to do, Jesus Christ? Ugh. In North Carolina, an ad against Cherry Beasley, the Democratic candidate for Senate, who is black, features the anguished brother of a white state trooper killed a quarter century ago by a black man, whom Miss Beasley, then a public defender, represented in court. Which is, you know, that's the other thing. That's part of freedom, you know, in the Constitution, that everyone gets a defense and everyone has the right to uh, an attorney and... You know, I know Republicans, they would much rather have a king sitting on a throne saying off with his head without any kind of day in court. They they just want people to be beaten on the streets because that's somehow, that's America. You know, as long as you beat them with, uh, when you're wearing a red, white, and blue eagle shirt with, well, a shirt with an eagle on it. and, And you can say, I got my constitution right here. Right, I mean, freedom. It takes a it takes a level of maturity, you know, to function in a free democratic society. They hate that. They hate that. They hate the Constitution. So somebody, you know, they love the founders, but um, wasn't it John Adams who defended the the British soldiers who who were responsible for the Boston Massacre? Right. So even they, that was showing um, freedom in action. The brother incredulously, wait, 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 represented in court, the brother incredulously says that Miss Beasley pleading for the killer's life, saying he was actually a good person. Appeal appeals to white fears and resentments are an old strategy etched into the country's political consciousness with George Bush's ad using the black convict Willie Horton against Michael Dukakis and Jesse Helms 1990 commercial showing a white man's hands to denounce his black opponents for supporting quotas. In the intervening decades, such tactics become harder to defend. Donald Trump shattered taboos as he spoke of rapist immigrants and shithole countries. Oh, and he's still up, you know, up to his old tricks. In fact, 
Where the hell is it? Let's see. Today he was attacking, once again, um, Moscow Mitch's wife. Saying that has some that that somehow she has something to do with what's going on in the in the house that the Republicans are a complete mess. It has to, something to do with with uh, with you know not that I'm a big fan of Moscow Mitch's wife, but it, it why pick her because she's she's uh, you know different. She's not white. She could be vilified. They can make her scary. Oh, and here, here's another example. Here's George Santos. Not only is he a con man, he's also a racist as well. Well, I mean, what a surprise. He's a Republican. Here's um, something that disappeared off his Instagram. I guess he forgot to scrub everything. But, you know, the internet never forgets. This was found on the official Instagram account of Santos for Congress. It's a tweet of uh, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama as monkeys or apes, I guess, Planet of the Apes. Oh, very original. Very original. Yes. Isn't that nice? He has hashtags, shit happens, oh boy, Obama, hashtag Obama, hashtag first lady. You piece of crap. Like, can, you, can you believe these people that we have to share the same civilized country or try to have a civilized country with these albatrosses around our national necks? Here's Santos arriving at Congress. What's your name today? Is it Anthony DeVolder or is it George Santos? Just keep walking. Pretend to look Do at you your phone. Do you think anyone in New York actually trusts you? Do you have any idea what you're doing today? Are you pretending to look at your phone? Yes. Pretend to look behind. I don't know who's this lady that's with him. Is that his sister? Not her. Is that her? No, he's walking with some lady. I think he lost her there. But they were, where is it? Back here. You can see her. This lady with the black dress. Ugh. How could you be friends with this person? Try getting another job after you leave Congress. That's going to be fun to watch. Hopefully he'll go to jail. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he's not phased. That's right. Paradu on the chat. He's not phased. He's just, oh, where's my office? And then I actually called his office because I was going to leave a message telling him to resign. And, uh, you know, as you do. And um, 
there's the the message of course is mailboxes full you know i'm sure there's millions or however many messages are on there saying the same thing but he's not listening to them or erasing them and it answers you have reached the office of the honorable representative george santos the honorable you know that goes to show you they have no shame the honorable he's not he doesn't have honor they have no honor honor is something that they use to scam people the appearance of honor the veneer of honor they wouldn't know honor if it licked donald trump's ass and I'm sorry to, leave, leave, to even put that thought in your head, but that's what they do. That's who they are. To serve in this Congress right now? How do you hope your constituents can trust you, even who though that you misrepresented you? your biography to them? What's your response to calls for a House ethics investigation by Nick Loda? Keep walking, pretend. Do you have any statements about your campaign Why would you and how you hope to govern? Why do you have to answer to the to the peons? Why do you have to respond to the peons? You scammed. You won. Now you got a cushy job, uh, nearly $180,000 for two years. And you get good buku, everything, benefits. You get to vote on the peons, to tell the peons what to do. You get to kick the peons when they're down. You know, you can get back at everybody. Whoever doubted you when you tried to pass those false fake checks, when you were signing other people's names to checks that weren't yours. Unreal. He's uh, everything. The financier. George Santos, financier, who, what, he was a dish network representative? He was a customer service rep? That's what he did. That's He made $50,000 a year and uh, lived on his sister's couch. Financier. Mommy, when I was a little boy, I looked up at, at, at what's-his-face's... Trump Tower, and I said, I want to have my name on the building too, mommy. Bullshit. Oh, God. Do you hope to carry out your full term? Look, keep walking. Keep what walking. What can you say to reassure your constituents that you'll do what you said you were going to do on the campaign trail, given the concerns that have come up about statements you've made in the last few months? Keep walking, look around, pretend. There he goes. I'm on the phone, look at me. I'm a somebody. Oh, there he is. That's what I'm saying. Who is this lady? Mr. Santos, do you intend to serve both years of your term? You plan to vote for Leader McCarthy's statement. Run, run! She's yeah, very red, that lady. She looks very red and puffy and needs to probably take some blood pressure medicine. 
run run from these terrible people asking questions about all the lies you told run run don't even answer them why they're just the press they're just part of the fourth estate the only profession enshrined in the constitution in somewhat of a hope to keep the American people if informed and free. No, no, they don't answer them. Just keep going. You're the, you're the boss here. You're a representative. You're scammed. <laughs> High five. You're scammed work. Now you get to pretend to be a representative. You get to vote. Oh, I support Kevin McCarthy. Another con man, a liar and a loser. Is it your term? You plan to vote for Leader McCarthy? Run! Run! Can you tell us if you plan to serve both years of your term, no, Mr. Why Santos? would you tell? Why would you tell? Oh, hurry, 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 whoever you're, you are. Is that his sister? She's a sucker. A I, I dupe. She really is. Will you come to Congress with me today? I need the support. I know it's going to be terrible. I, I know there's, the press is going to be there asking me all these kinds of questions because I lied. Because every word out of my mouth is a filthy lie. And they're going to, I, and they're going to want to answer, you know, they're, they're monsters with all their questions about why, why I, can't ever tell the truth about anything and why I'm wanted in Brazil for passing bad checks. I mean, the the nerve. Will you answer any question besides will you support Leader Can McCarthy to be Speaker? Can you speak to any of the concerns what about your biography? About what I you mean, told you know, I can't. I don't want to say something that's going to get me banned on YouTube legally and peacefully. I would like to some, you know, legally and peacefully. About your background? Republican leadership told you anything, Mr. Santos? Look, don't even acknowledge. Shameless. Why don't they just start lambasting him with uh, observations? Like, why are you such a filthy narcissist and a sociopath who do you think you are showing up to work today and to pretend to work do you think the people of new york want to pay pay your salary that the people of this country that you you think are you that much of a of a shameless parasite that you will actually show up to work today and pretend to be a, a, a member of the House of Representatives when you are a fraud from the head, from your, from your chinny-chin-chin down to your goddamn toes? Who do you think you're, you are? Ignoring the press, the fourth estate, the only profession enshrined in the Constitution. Who the hell do you think you are? These are the questions do you think that you uh, bear no responsibility, that you should not be held responsible for your lies? You think that just because we didn't find out 
that you were a con man until after you were elected? That entitles you to squat in this office? Who the fuck do you think you are? Do you have no shame? Do you have any honor? And obviously not. That's the thing. None of them do. None of them have honor. They have not a shred of integrity, not a shred of honor. Because if they did, he wouldn't he wouldn't have he wouldn't have shown up. He would have resigned already. You understand how insulting it is that he's even walking around in the Capitol? They are they stain everything they touch. Not only is tomorrow in a couple of hours it's it's 2 years anniversary of the of them literally staining the capital with their feces and their fucking filthy insurrectionist antics. But they they continue to s- disgrace it to disgrace us all. They are, I mean, it's, uh, I know somebody who's happy and it's, and it's Putin, that's for sure. But the founders are freaking spinning in their graves. These people have no business being anywhere near the halls of power. None of them do. They're selfish. They're self-serving. They don't give a shit about the people. They hate this country. They hate the nation of immigrants. They hate the uh, Constitution. They hate the diversity. They hate the general welfare. They hate e pluribus unum. They hate paying taxes, which uh, pay for the price of admission to a civilized society. You know, every tax they dodge, that means we have to pay. You know, everybody else but them pay for body armor for the troops or, you know, the, just the, the, the infrastructure of democracy. They don't want any part of that. It's just about them. That's why George Santos would s- sell his own mother for, a, uh, 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 for the power, for the right the unearned right to call himself a representative of the of the people of the third district? How dare you? And then how dare he ignore the press? How dare he turn off his phone in his office? Make it impossible to reach him? How dare he? Who the fuck is he? This is a, it's a, it's an abomination. It's unacceptable. You know, the Republicans are always, let's run government like a business, right? Oh, let, which is bullshit. We know that. You can't, government is not a business. So, but anyway, that's besides the point. But uh, they're, they're always, let's run government like a business. Well, if you lied on your resume in getting a job in one of these businesses in corporate America, you'd be fucking out on your ass. They wouldn't, that would be it. It would be a non, non-negotiable. You wouldn't just get, to, oh, well, you found out after you offered me the job. That's not how it works. You would be gone. 
there wouldn't be any negotiation whether you are supporting someone you you support the vp of marketing who cares you would be gone but these republicans different rules if you're a republican that's the way it is then they have no integrity just him it's so infuriating to me just watching him walk through the halls of Congress. It pisses me off. Just like it pissed me off watching these traitors destroy the halls of Congress when I was watching them on January 6th. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was so, it was offensive. I felt like I was under attack. It was disgusting. The insult. You know, it was like watching 9-11. That's how I felt. When you watch, you know, tr- terrorists at- attack your country... There's no difference between these terrorists and the terrorists on 9-11, except the only difference is they have a slightly different sky spook. Same ideology of hating America. They hate America. They hate democracy. They hate everything about it. They hate e pluribus unum. They hate diversity. They hate the nation of immigrants. Prove me wrong. They hate the general welfare. They hate the fruited plains, the Purple Mountain's majesty. They hate it. They hate everything. Everything that's good comes from, doesn't come from them. Well, well, I mean, okay, Eisenhower built the interstate highway system. That was good. But he wasn't, you know, he was a normal person. To, you know, he wasn't a filthy fascist. Like these pricks coming for your social security, coming for Medicare, coming for everything that gives the people just a little bit of breathing room. And they use this government. They use the government of by and for the people as nothing but a stepping stone to their own padded goddamn ass. That's what they want. It's just a uh, a means to kiss their own asses as perjury trader green said oh me 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 now i didn't get anything me 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 fucking me these people they're unbearable that's why they are not meant to be a majority party how many times do i have to say it they 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 have they're not capable of it just like you do not give children licenses to drive you don't give you don't allow children to write contracts to represent themselves in court or whatever the fuck you know you got to have a certain level of maturity then you can participate but not them they don't have the maturity but they'll certainly use everything. They'll use the progressive country that liberals, progressives, helped, that, that progressive fought a revolution to create. They'll use that. They'll wrap themselves in the, in the accoutrement of that, all to destroy it from the inside. 
so they can put a fucking con man everywhere you look con men con men in positions of power unfit unqualified con men and then they'll they just keep the, 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 don't ask me don't answer just keep walking don't don't look don't say anything take your seat you dishonorable slug And no one, I don't hear anybody on the corporate media saying anything, right? They're just, I mean, of course, they, they vilify him, they, and as they should. They call him a liar, but nobody's saying that. Well, how dare they allow him to take his seat, to even be in the fucking House of Representatives, to show up? To have an office. How dare they put a plaque outside his office. The Honorable George Santos. How dare they. This is annoying. It's, it's, but it's also a, it is a testament of how, how lost, how useless the Republicans are. They really are. They have no business being anywhere near power, they are unfit. They're unfit. And I wish, you know, uh, I wish I was wrong, but they keep proving me right all the time. Jesus Christ. It's unbelievable. Yes, Kathy on the chat. I loathe Trump with every ounce of my being. Me too. I do too. I can't take him. Oh, and then you see how I don't know how how it's possible to to hate somebody more legally and peacefully, but I do. I, it's like when um Rapey McForehead stands up and says uh, you know, he wants to nominate Donald John Trump for Speaker of the House. On the anniversary, it's the January 6th insurrection anniversary eve. Donald John Trump, you want him? You want him? Why, why do you got to fucking say John, too? The other thing, it somehow uh, makes him seem somewhat more important. Not much, not uh, as much of the slug the parasitic con man tax cheating draft dodging wannabe dictator slug that he is i guess if you call him with his middle name donald john trump con man extraordinaire let's put him in the fucking let's make him speaker why not? Well, you know, why don't you just take, you, know, you took out the magnetometers, take out the toilets too, just shit in the halls like you did on January 6th. I heard, um, and I was looking for this, but I don't know. Is it true that Republicans, if now you can go, of course they took out the magnetometers, but you, they've opened, they've reopened the tours of the Capitol but they have barred any mention of January 6th. Is this, I haven't, um, I heard this on something I was watching, but I, I didn't see the article, so I'm not sure. If anybody knows about that, let me know. But it doesn't seem 
uh, out of the ordinary, of course. You know, it was just a tourist visit. Why would you tell a bunch of tourists about another tourist visit? Jesus. Thank you, Daniel, for your super chat. Nice. Very nice, Daniel. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being a part of the show, everybody. Oh, one more. I'm looking at the time. I'm, I need to go get unconscious. I really do. Tomorrow we're going to have our show, our regular schedule show. Hopefully Jan George Santos will be extradited. That's the other thing. I need to, maybe we should call the Brazilian embassy and ask them. Or maybe I'll call the Queen's district attorney and ask them about um, the scumbag Santos getting him out of here. You know, to answer for his crimes. So it's it's I, and they're doing a um, apparently there's a protest in front of his office on Saturday, and I w I wish I could go, but I can't. I would go. Ugh, it makes me sick to just look at his face. But and well, okay. And I don't, who is this lady too? Who is she? Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. I want. Here's the the other thing. Oh yeah, this was it. We'll do this one last thing, which is it fits in with everything else we've been saying about a bunch of but what a bunch of frauds Republicans are. And I saw this, and it pissed me off because this is what they do. All right. It's on. It was on Media Matters. Come on, come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Trump. Well, this is different. You know, what I was saying, what he was saying about Michelle. What's her name? You know, Elaine, not Michelle. Elaine Chow. Trump is blaming Elaine Chow. He's calling her Coco Chow. Kevin McCarthy's humiliating campaign to, sh to clinch the House speakership Enters the second day. Donald Trump is calling on GOP lawmakers to unite. Fucking asshole. He said um, he was far less tepid over who was to blame for the GOP spectacular infighting. He, he tweeted, not tweeted, on his sham social media shit show. If Republicans are going to fight, we ought to be fighting Mitch McConnell and his domineering, China-loving boss, I mean wife, Coco Chow. <laughs> no, they're not racist. How dare you? How dare you? The harm they have done to the Republican Party is incalculable. What does he have? He has... Okay, I don't like Mitch, uh, Moscow Mitch... And uh, his spy of a wife, his Chinese spy wife, Ch uh, Elaine Chow, she's, you know, whatever. But um, would they have nothing to do with this? 
Today, he couldn't be elected dog catcher in Kentucky. Sadly, he only won because of my endorsement. Went up 21 points. Sorry. What a... Oh, my God. God help us. Get the... Will these people rapture the fuck out of here already? Really? Will they rapture... Somebody. Just rapture home. Take them home, Jesus. It's incredible. It, it's it's Coco Chow, and she's domineering. You know, pull every stereotype out of your ass, old man, right? You fucking more, you worthless con man. There is, no, I don't think there's a worthless, more worthless human being has ever lived. Really? Okay. Well, the last thing I wanted to say, because it's really, it does fit in with everything we've been talking about, is, what the fuck is it? I know, this cursing is off the charts lately. What can you do? What can you do? I, I think I've given, I've just, resign myself to having a having a filthy mouth where the heck is it oh yeah here it is it annoyed me so and it fits family research councils tony perkins cites false history while praying for the gop what else is new they do this all the time this is why it pisses me off here let me um let's play it let's play the clip I was going to ask you to pray, but can, can I pray for you and your colleagues? Oh, my God. It's so unbearable. I think I would. Yes, please do. We will take all the prayer we can get. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, oh, uh, he's this is Rep Republican Representative Michael Cloud of Texas. He was interviewing this guy about the debacle facing the GOP. Um, on its first day in power, Perkins and Cloud prayed that the Republican Party would soon settle on a suitable candidate, asserting that prayer really has often made a difference at critical times like this in our history. Perkins likened the prayer to that he here let's let's listen to him look at back through our country at so many critical times like this where prayer was really made the difference of people Bullshit. being able to come together and say, hey, you know. We're trying to work on the same things. Let's figure out how we can get there. You're absolutely right. Yes. In fact, it was ben Franklin. Ben Franklin called for that prayer when yes. the Constitutional Convention could not come to an agreement, and they had uh, uh, Pastor Duche came in and, and led in prayer. And, and wrong, wrong, no. To he's doing he's doing it. You know he's lying. He's taking pieces of history. He's mixing them all together and he's regurgitating them out in fallacy to suit his fucking agenda that, that these right-wingers love to assert without any historical anything that this is a, that the founders were a bunch of Christians, a whole bunch of holy rollers, and that's why they founded America. Bullshit. That's not what happened. That is not what happened. But okay, well, let's listen to him. We did a teaching to them. But let me pray for you and pray for your colleagues as you uh, so wrestle through this 
tomorrow. And I, and I again, thank you for joining us tonight because I know it's a very busy time. Father, I thank you for, for Michael and I thank you, Lord, for his leadership. I've watched oh him develop here in, in, in our nation's capital as he's been working, uh, Lord, to represent not only his constituents from Texas, Lord, but to, to represent a higher purpose. And, uh, and I thank you for his steadfastness. And That's I pray incredible. for encouragement for him and for his colleagues, for the men and women that you've called to our nation. Can you feel the, the warmth in the prayers? I can't take these white men, these old white crackers and their fake prayers. This, this is not a prayer. This is just you rambling off a litany of your observations. Lord, Lord, I pray. I, I thank you, Lord, for uh, bringing this white guy on my show today because uh, white people are sure under assault in this Christian nation that it doesn't matter what the truth is. I'll just keep on rambling and every now and then I'll say, Lord and God and please and pray and make them all do what I want them to do. And, you know, Lord, they're really working hard and keep it keep up the good work lord i really thank you for that that big fat check you put in my mailbox and you know i'm still trying to figure out that internet thingy they're my granddaughters they want me to venmo them but i don't know i gotta ask matt gets about that and thank you lord for making a making this the bestest of all countries built on this fake ass christian shit you know because i i know a lot of people want to think that the founders fought a revolution against an intergenerational aristocracy intertwined with a giant sky spook that kept people down for thousands of years and that they fought this revolution to just create another intergenerational aristocracy over here but uh, and i want them to keep thinking that lord because and i'll do anything i'll just i'll even put a bunch of stories together and i'll make it sound real like it's uh, it's common knowledge that benjamin franklin did something and I'll, I'll just throw in franklin and i'll say constitution every now and then and and the things that I don't like, I'll just call them unconstitutional. And then I'll and then I'll pull in a name of about somebody that nobody really knows, and they'll all nod in agreement, even though um, it's not true. But nobody wants to to call it out because they don't want to seem stupid when I'm sounding so smart, even though I know I'm stupid. I don't know if I know it if I'm stupid, but I know that they don't know I'm stupid. So, uh, send me, if you got, uh, can you spare $20? God, uh, I, I, I feel a little short in my, in my bank account right now. Again, um, you know, um, it's okay. I could take, uh, I could take Bitcoin Lord, you know, it's all right. And uh, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. capital for this time to represent that which is true, that which is right. And there's a course correction needed in so many ways. And this is just one of them, making the House of Representatives yes. truly the people's house once again. Shut and up with your rambling whatever. You're not, this is not a prayer. Is there anything in there about feeding the hungry and uh, loving thy neighbor? Oh, I pray tonight as they think through this, as there's meetings going on, 
that Lord, you would give green, the men and women news. that lead anyway, our nation Lord. the wisdom and discernment they need to make the decisions that would put America on the right path. We thank With you for the right them. path, meaning no gays, no trans people, nobody with darker pigment in positions of power, unless they understand, Lord, that uh, white people are the most persecuted of all the people ever, ever, especially white men. And nobody, and and please, Lord, don't let me um, be gay anymore in in my heart, because I try, I try to be be not be gay but uh i can't stop being gay and um and no one likes it because no you know i am i am republican and uh in jesus name i pray everybody we all know that everyone in the constitution is it's just a big prayer a prayer to keep people in their place we do. We thank you for them. <laughs> no, we and do. we speak a blessing over them and their families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, here's the actual history. Following the interview, okay, well, Perkins likened the prayer he was about to deliver to the time Benjamin Franklin called for prayer during the Constitutional Convention, falsely claiming that the Founding Fathers then had a pastor, Jacob Duche, lead them in prayer. Can I pray for you and your colleagues? Whatever, whatever, right? Okay. While this claim about Franklin calling for prayer during the Constitutional Convention is popular with Christian nationalists and right-wing activists, it is inevitably misrepresented. Isn't that a surprise? Uh, as nothing ever came to it, as the right wing, as right wing watch explained again and again, and this is a numerous thing that comes up, <clears throat> excuse me, the delegates to the con constitutional convention chose not to heed Franklin's call for prayer and adjourned without taking any action on his suggestion. As historian Richard Beeman recounts in his book, titled A Plain Honest Men, wait, Plain Honest Men, Making the American Constitution. At the conclusion of the day's session in which the delegates rejected Franklin's call to pray, uh, Franklin scrawled a note on the bottom of his speech, and uh, he wrote with incredulity that uh, the convention, except three or four person persons, thought that the prayer was unnecessary. In Perkins' case, he conflated Franklin's unsuccessful call to prayer. See, Frank, Ben Franklin said, let's have a prayer. The founding fathers were like, fuck that, and left. <laughs> That's the story. And then, so, they and, and these right-wingers... Um, revisionist history ben franklin called everyone to prayer and all the founders were like yes amen let's now um have a wonderful right-wing country i guess uh in perkins case he conflated franklin's unsuccessful call call to prayer during the constitutional convention in 1787 with a prayer delivered by pastor duche to open the first Continental Congress in 1774 
Interestingly, so this was almost a decade earlier. So he's two different events uh, that happened a decade, almost a decade apart. Interestingly, not only was Perkins wrong about the history he cited, but the pastor he named, Duche, is, it turns out, actually to be a loyalist who opposed the, uh, the independence from England. In other words, he's a, he was a conservative. Of course, these sorts of facts really don't matter much to Perkins and the other Christian nationalist activists who cite them constantly, as they are perfectly content to misrepresent American history so long as it does so to promote their right-wing political agenda. There you go. They always do it. They do it all the time. And no one, there's no one there to stop them because they, they don't know it either. They don't know history. They know history. They, all they know are memes that they see on the conservative Reddit page or 4chan. And then they hear these, uh, these falsehoods and then it spreads. It, I can tell you, I, I swear, if I had a, a million dollars for every right winger, for every right spurious quote I've received from right wingers, I would, I'd be very much a rich person. I'd probably, if I had a million dollars for every spurious right wing quote I've received, I would, um, probably pay only $750 taxes. So there you go. All right. Thank you, Dana, Jim, for your super chat. Keep it up. Thank you. I will. And thank you for your cute emoji. I will if you will. And thank you, Daniel53. Again? Another super chat? What? Ow, Junior, you're getting on my nerves now. He does this all the time. Say hello. Oh my God, what is your problem? Yes, you're a good boy. When you're sleeping. <laughs> Nobody likes that all day. You pain in my ass. Oh my god. Stop it. No. Okay. Oh, I gotta cut these nails. Cut them out, you little monster. You little mommy. Look at that. Oh, he's got it's like every night when the show's on. He's a monster. No, he's he's uh he just wants to be pet. It's really it's pet. It's time to pet him. He will have it no other way. <laughs> I know. He. I don't know what it is. He, Commander Bond says, Tara Jr. getting crabby because of the Republican talk. I don't know. It's at this time in the show. It's like he's had enough and he wants to be pet. It's, I don't know what it is. He doesn't do this unless we're doing the show. It's crazy. And I think it's probably, I don't know. He gets it. Maybe he's... He doesn't understand. I'm talking. He gets, he wants the attention. I don't really know.
know. I don't. I've, I've been trying to figure it out why he gets crazy. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's okay. Kidneys. He um yeah age maybe he's he's ten. He's he's getting up there. No, he's fine. His kidneys are fine. He's he recently had a checkup. I get them checked all the time. I had a cat with kidney disease. My first cat, Tara Jr. the first, had kidney disease. It was horrible. But, um, yeah, no. That's like one of my fears. But he's had recently, in the last couple of months, had a, a checkup. Take his blood, take his urine. He's good. He's got he's got very good checkups, so I'm happy about that. So good. He's just a pain in the ass. Maybe it's it, he's old. He's getting older. It's cra crabby. I get it. I get crabby. I'm getting crabbier too. So he may be senile. Yeah. Well, he seems fine though. Otherwise, he's smart. He gives his paw. He uses the toilet. You know? I don't know. He's a pain in my ass. But I love him. I do. I do. And I, I think it has something to do with just me standing here screaming and yelling and flailing my arms, maybe. So, I don't know. We'll see. Now he went into the kitchen. I'll give him some food. Give him a little snack before bed. All right. Listen, 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 listen. He'll get yeah. Errol says the producer wants attention. Yes, he'll get he'll get attention. I will sit with him. I'll pet him. I'll he'll hang out now, and I'll give him some food, and he'll I'll brush him, and he loves that. I love him. Aw. Kathy says my Siamese Siamese snowshoe lived to be eighteen and a half, and he was incredible. A cat named Elvis. I hope Tara Jr. lives many more years. I don't know. That's going to be... I don't even want to talk about it. It's not going to be good. He's got many more years in him. I know that. He's, you know, because he goes to the vet. I'm on top of his health, so... Hopefully. Everything's good. So far, so good. He's always had good reports. So that's good. Except for his allergies. He gets skin allergies. So that might, I, you know, I think it might be that too. Maybe he gets, because he wants to be pet because he's itchy, you know? And I think it he might make him a little cranky. So he does have an allergy thing, skin allergy, that he's on medicine for. So Daniel, thank you again. Another super chat. <laughs> I I'm not complaining. I'm not. So Hello Zenny. Just popped in to say hello. Mm. I don't want to talk about cats. I don't want to talk about uh the last stage of pet ownership, which is grief. But that is also the last stage of love, though, unfortunately. It is what it is. Life ain't 
for the weak or the faint of heart. It's very, very difficult. But that's why we have each other. All right, my friends. All right. Yes, he's jealous because you're giving me attention. It could be. <laughs> yes, I think it is. It might be. I, I have my suspicions that it's because he's itchy. And that's why he's like, pat me. You know, he's like grabbing my hand. He wants me to pat him. Yes. Hello, Zenny. Hello. But we're just about to uh, call it a night, Zenny. We will be back tomorrow. All right, my friends. And it'll be fun. You know, there'll be more shit show. I hope. I have a feeling. Well, they're saying right before we went on the air here, uh, they were saying that, oh, they might be making progress, the Republicans. I, I think what, well, they're not going to, elect him tomorrow they're going home for the weekend at least dynabite is that dynabite haiku is that the um i've heard that actually there's a commercial dynabite right i've heard that on stephanie miller show is that for itching paw licking oh, i'll try it i will try it that's right i will that's a good idea. Dinovite. Itching, paw licking, weak immune system, hot spots, and allergies. Okay. I will get it right now. Oh, well, let me get off the air for a second. Okay. Guys. Guys, guys. Oh, wow. Commander Bond. My mother had a 24-year-old cat. I've heard that before. Like, not about your cat in particular, but I know... I've known a few over 20-year-old cats. What? Daniel, you're going nuts over here. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. What? You, you have an obligation from 9 to 11? Otherwise, I'd be right here. Well, you can listen to the podcast, Zenny. All right. Love you too, Daniel. Thank you so much. I know, right? The quad chat. So, um, here he comes. He's back. He's back. He's back. Let's let's end the show tonight, right, honey? All right. We what? We will win. We will win. That's right. We will because why? We are on the right side of history. <laughs> Look at the. It's just his big orange skin. We're on the right side of decency. Look over here. Look over here. Crazy. All right. Decency, dignity, and democracy. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. <laughs> this is Tara Jr. Jr. Thank you so much, everybody. And uh, yeah, I'll see you all tomorrow night. Oh, yeah, remember to check out APS Radio News. I try to bookend the sponsor 
shout outs. Uh, yeah. I'll see you tomorrow night. Ah, button, button.